night. Break out the champagne, everybody get a blast. You are now tuned into another episode of Champagne Problems, a podcast for the righteous and ratchet, bridging the gap between pop culture and self-help. If you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe, rate, comment, and share this podcast if you like what you hear. Also, follow us on our Instagram page at Champagne Problems. Now pop your bottle and grab your glass. Champagne Problems starts now. What up, what up, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Champagne Problems. I am your host, Nico. Thanks for joining me on another Sunday evening. Lord, I'm getting better with this uh, with this schedule. Um, tonight's soundtrack, just to get out of the way, we're listening to uh, Jeremiah and Ty, uh, Ty Dollar Signs new project called Mai Tai. It's actually my first time hearing it while y'all are, while I'm playing this, so forgive me if I like pause or whatever, because I heard it goes hard. Shout out to my boys at uh, Take a Shot Podcast for bringing this up in their show on the most recent episode. Uh, Yeah, so today... It's a really random ass topic, but um, it had come across my mind a couple of times this week, and I was like, you know what, I think I'm going to bring this to the table. So today's episode is titled That Illuminati Mess, uh, inspired by the line in Beyonce's song Formation, where she said, y'all hate this corny with that Illuminati mess. So today we are talking about Illuminati and crazy conspiracy theories and things of that nature uh, in Hollywood and as well as my own personal experience or, or take on it of course as you know uh, but before we get before we get into that of course you know I gotta do my shameless plugs if you haven't done so make sure y'all follow me on Instagram my personal page is official underscore Nico of course y'all know to follow the podcast page at Champagne Problems uh, what else? Last week I was talking about <laughs> possibly getting on YouTube, but I changed my mind and I decided that now I'm going to just be available on SoundCloud. So last week's episode is available on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash champagne prob, P-R-O-B, um, for those out there who, uh, said that they I had a lot of not a lot but I had a fair amount of people who tell me that they were not able to access my podcast because they don't have Apple iTunes or Google Podcasts um and so they need a little outlet a platform rather to view my podcast but I'm like okay you don't have an iPhone, Google Podcast, Spotify. What do you have? But we're not going to go there today. But yes, yeah, so I'm now going to be available on SoundCloud. Um, but yeah, let's not waste any time. Let's go ahead and get into this kitchen table talk.
Alright. So, like I said, today we're talking about conspiracy theories and secret societies and Illuminati and that kind of weird shit, right? <laughs> so, um, of course, for those of you who don't know uh, a secret, what a secret society is, I mean, honestly, it's just literally the definition when I looked it up. It was, it's just an organization whose members are sworn to secrecy about its activities. Um, the first time I ever even heard of a secret society was probably around... I don't know, I would say maybe 2009-ish. I probably was like maybe a little after high school, I guess. I graduated in 08. And um, it, it became a big deal in Hollywood. And it was this big conspiracy that all these um, celebrities are... You know, um, basically have all these like satanic activities going on, and you know, worship the devil and evil forces, and um, that to the most successful celebrities are typically the ones that are in this organization and um, basically the goal is like this new world order and to control the government and that they you know use a lot of symbolism in our media and blah 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 so um I, of course, as y'all, as you guys know, um, you know, I'm a big uh, Beyonce fan, and so a lot of times I would hear, um, that's really how I started hearing about Illuminati and secret societies and things like that, because Beyonce was the one of the first people that was kind of accused of um, being involved in something like that. And I, I thought that was interesting. But then again, I'm like, you know, if when you, you know, when you pop in the way you are and you that successful and, um, you know, all of that. You get accused of things like she says in formation, you know, you that bitch when you cause all this conversation. So, you know, I mean, it is what it is, you know. Shit happens when you that bitch. Okay. So, um, yeah, like. That was probably the first time I started hearing about this shit was probably around the Sasha, I am Sasha Fierce era. So yeah, that was like 0809. And it was like this whole thing of, for, I think for her it was started about like, you know, symbolism. So it was like, oh, do you notice that she uses all these pyramids and 
Um, she uses, you know, uh, the whole, the eyes that's on the, they're on, printed on money, the eye and the pyramid and the, the whatever. Um, and so it was just all this talk about like, oh, look at what she does during our performances. So like every performance was broken down, every music video, every little thing that she did was kind of like watched in that way. And... Then it just kind of snowballed into Jay-Z, to the Obamas, to Oprah Winfrey, Serena Williams. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. But one thing I noticed was, in the beginning, at least what I noticed is that all of these people that were accused of being a part of Illuminati... um, were black artists and I'm just like damn that's a damn shame that you know or not even not artists necessarily but they were all you know just black people in whatever industry they were in the the entertainment industry so for me it was just kind of like that was the big turn off for me I think when it came to the whole secret society thing and Illuminati why I didn't really buy into it Besides the fact I'm not some crazy ass conspiracy theory. But um I, I just I was just kinda like, okay, am I the only one that knows that the, the common thread is that, you know, the people that are involved um are all black. And why is it that the most successful people it, the most successful black people, y'all have to be like, you know, involved in some like satanic shit to be successful. And about all the sacrificing and you know, when Michael Jackson died, it was a big deal that was it was brought up a lot and he was sacrificed and then people who are not successful um, in entertainment or you know, or whatever um it's believed it's because they declined um, to sell their soul and to be, you know, um, you know, to join basically this whole secret society, and so that's why they're not successful. And I'm like, yeah, that's why. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. And I mean, and people will use it for everything, like people. I mean, any artist you can think of, like, people just be like, oh, the reason why they not popping like that is because they didn't sell their soul and they're not a part of the Illuminati. And I'm like, no, sweetie, like, they're not popping because nobody cares about the music that they make or whatever it is that they're doing. Uh, So, you know, I'm just like, you know, secret society or not, uh, uh, you know, please. So, I just, I don't know, I guess obviously y'all figured out by now that I'm just, I don't get into the whole conspiracy theory thing, and, um, however I do believe in secret societies, um, but the thing is, do you, honestly, first of all, if you even go in just like YouTube and Google this, like, you will find yourself in a rabbit hole, um, with so many so much information about Illuminati and that whole thing and what cracks me up is if (laughs) Illuminati is a secret society 
secret societies mean that you that all the activities and the way that it's the structure and all that is a secret so if we were not a part of it or you're not a part of it or never was how do you know so much information about a secret society do you honestly think that the illuminati all that information that is out there on the web and all of that um would be out there if illuminati was a real thing i mean come on like it is so much information out there that you i mean please and some people are so crazy about it like they literally do more research than that than they do anything like i'm like you know more about that than anything in the bible uh anything you know concerning your life And it's just crazy to me. Like, I I don't know. I just, I don't get caught up in that. I never have. I do see some of the things. You know, I've I've seen things and heard things and go, oh, yeah, that does match up with that or whatever, whatever. And that image. And, yeah, they all do this and do that. But I just don't get caught up in it. Number one, it's not my business. I don't care. And, uh, you know, I'm here for the music. Not to say that your personal life doesn't affect my opinion about I feel about you in general because sadly enough it does because you know I don't uh, I'll never support you know uh, you know Robert Kelly the rapist so um, you know or you know Kunye so, you know, your personal decisions do affect how I feel about you and your art and all of that. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I don't get too caught up in that. I've never been a conspiracy theory theorist or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I know some people who are, like, really, really into it. Um... Two people just popped in my mind. A buddy of mine, I don't call him out, but he is—he's uh, like really, like obsessed. I remember one night we were coming from the club, and he was talking about it, and I just talked it up to him being a little tipsy. But he like talked my damn ear off for like an hour or more about the whole secret society Illuminati kind of thing, and. Um, the other person that comes to my mind is my dad. My dad is actually, like, just a crazy conspiracy theorist. Like, he believes in so much weird shit that it's, uh, I'm like, I, I don't know. Um, and I'm like, you find all the time to research that and believe in all that you should have been researching how to be a good daddy. But anyway. But, uh, anyway. Um, yeah, like, but I'm not being a... So... Um, I mean, like I said before, I do believe in secret societies. I do think they exist. I think I believe in cults and, you know, those sorts of things. I just don't particularly believe in Illuminati. I believe that there may be even a secret society within Hollywood and things like that. But I just don't think we would know so much information about it. Um, with, you know what I mean? That's the part that, that gets me. I just, I don't believe in Illuminati per se. Um, you know, I, I just think that 
again, we wouldn't know that much information. Uh, side note, this, this, uh, this project, this album is nice. Uh, but anyway, yeah, like, this is like, girl, get a grip, get a grip. I just can't deal, like, um, you know, another example of, like, a sort of a secret society or a cult, uh, it made me think about Scientology, um, and Scientology was something that was talked about kind of around the same time Illuminati kind of came about, and, you know, Scientology's been around a long time, and, but it got really popular kind of in Hollywood, Probably around, I don't know, maybe around the same time I started hearing a lot of stuff about Illuminati. And I think the biggest people that were, you know, supposedly known to be a part of Scientology allegedly was like John Travolta. And uh, what is the woman's name was in Cheers? She's like a big girl now. Uh, (laughs) I don't know why that. Okay. Shots fired, sorry. Uh, Kirstie Allen, that's her name. Um, yeah, but, you know, and I don't really know too much about, um, Scientology, except that they're a bunch of fucking wackos, like, um, but of course, the actress Leah Remini, is that her name? She was in King of Queens, the show King of Queens, um, she was also on uh she used to be a co-host on the talk that show um you know the bootleg version of the view on cbs um and nobody watches but um she you know of course got a whole like docu-series about it and and I've watched a few episodes, and, like, I was blown away by, like, the life of Scientology. Like, they're like Jehovah Witnesses on steroids. <laughs> um, but, like, I-, I was very surprised. I think the episode that got me the most, I guess because I'm, of course, into urban pop culture, being that I'm black, is uh, Mimi Foss from Love and Hip Hop, that she, her mother was a part of the Scientology church and all of that and I just didn't know black people even got into that like um yeah like so it, it, that was really interesting like if you have if you don't watch any other episode like you got to watch the episode is insane um but yeah so like I said you know I know cults and secret societies um exist and things like that um I just you know, and then of course, in a cult and a secret society is a totally different thing. Cause like Scientology is not like a secret necessarily. It's um, you know, it is a, a religion, and you know, so to speak. Yeah, it is a religion. Um, so it's not a lot of secret kind of things like a like an Illuminati per se. Um. But what do y'all think? Do y'all believe in it? I mean, it is crazy how many people believe. Like, for me, it's so terrible. Like, I literally can meet somebody and think they're, like, the greatest person in the world. And the moment they say something about Illuminati, I'm just like, oh, God, friendship over. 
like I can't deal. Like I really cannot deal. Um, like seriously, like I have met people, <laughs> and we've been really getting along and whatever. Like oh, especially you know back when I was dating before I was you know all booed up and things. Um, like I literally could be talking to somebody for the first time. Everything's going well, and you know. And they hit me with something like, oh, you know, well, who do you like? Who are some of your favorite artists? And blah, 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 blah. And, and you know, I say something like, oh, Beyonce. And they be like, oh, I liked her when she was in Destiny's Child, you know, before the Illuminati got her. And I'm just like, oh, God, okay. Well, this was fun. We should do it again sometime. Because I can't do it. I can't do it. Um... I, I can't do it because next you'll tell me you you know you seen UFOs in your backyard and shit. But I, you know, it, it just I can't deal. And it's like funny I be in the barber shops like I, I don't. <laughs> and let me tell you like. I, I don't know what it is, but niggas in the barber shop really crack me up. Like when you be like just sitting there cut first of all, because when I get my hair going, like my eyes are closed, I'm really like half sleep. I'm listening, but I don't engage because I just I, I don't care. And most of the stuff that they talk about are is like misinformation and you know, all of that, so I just don't even engage, but it just cracks me up, like, when a music video comes on, and somebody be like, yeah, you know, she a part of the Illuminati, and you know, uh, you know, that shit is real, and they, they, and they be talking like they were there the day that the person got, you know, uh, you know, initiated, or whatever, you would, like, you would think that they were on the board. Like, it is so hilarious to hear people talk about it. And, of course, it cracks me up because, like, me and I swear in barbershops gossip just about the same, if not more, than women. But um, the difference is they never know what they're talking about. Like, ever. Uh, and I never get involved. Like, and y'all, fellas, y'all know what I'm talking about. If you're somebody who really likes pop culture, when you're in the barbershop, like, they come up with the craziest shit. You'd be like, where did you hear that? That is not true. Or, like, were we watching the same show? Or what we do? Like, it is just really funny to me. Like, some of the things that I've heard in the barbershop. But anyway, um, you know, they be on it. Like, they know all the, you know, every little detail you want to know about the Illuminati. And I'm just like, come on, y'all. Like, get a grip. But I would love to know what y'all think, you know. You know, hit me with in the comment section on Instagram, you know, uh, under the post for this episode. Like, do y'all believe in Illuminati? Um, but I don't know. It's just annoying to me. But, um... I think that's all I had to say about it. Um, but it reminds me of a story, of course, for my what had happened was, uh, you know, talking about 
cults and satanic satanic things and demonic BS and all that so it reminds me of a little story uh and so let's get into that what had happened was Okay, so let's get into it. So, what had happened was, um, so y'all know, well, maybe y'all don't, I, but I'm sure I've talked about it before. So, I, I came up in the church. Um, I came up in a non-denominational church, but, um, you know, but, you know, we, we kind of, um, I guess operated like if I had to like say what we probably were the closest to service wise I would say probably like Kojic just because it's kind of a wild church (laughs) and those of y'all who go to church y'all know exactly what a black church y'all know exactly what I mean um so all of this talking about like cults and and satanic stuff and the money that made me think about um, <laughs> witchcraft and like demonic things and exorcisms and I went to one of them like holy holy churches where you know um, exorcisms were performed and we didn't really call it that I feel like that's like such the like white Catholic way of saying that, but um, you know, we would just say stuff like, you know, that we, uh, you know, we gotta cast them devils out. So I, I remember the first time I actually like experienced one. I was probably like ten, and. I will never forget, like, this guy um, was being prayed for, and, you know, they were laying hands and all of that jazz. And um, all of a sudden, things just got really strange. Like, I remember, like, he started making all these noises and, like, his... He was like shaking and moving all around, and like he was possessed. It was like he was like foaming at literally foaming at the mouth. Um, I, I remember he he was vomiting like it was really crazy. Um, and everybody was just praying, and it, oh, it was so weird. And. I, I just will never forget it. <laughs> I will never forget it. And the church I went to growing up, they would put the kids out during service when something like that was happening. Um, and I'm not sure what happened for whatever reason. Things just got a little carried away and the ushers just kind of weren't involved. Uh, you know, to 
you know, put us out or whatever. Uh, literally, we would have to leave the sanctuary. We would, like, be in the back or whatever in some room or whatever. We all just be sitting there looking silly. Um, but it was just always, like, a weird, a weird thing. Um, and to this day, I don't really like movies that involve, like, exorcisms and, um, like, demonic stuff because I just know that it's a real thing. So, like, I don't, I just don't like playing with that kind of stuff. Um, and I'm not, like, super holy-roly or anything, like, because even I grew up in the church, I, as an adult, I, I go twice a year, maybe, and in my twice a year is not even holidays. Like, I don't even front. Like, I don't even show up on Christmas and Easter like that. Usually my two times a year is, like, something really random. Um, but it is so quick. Like, I really, like, I can do horror films that deal with like murder and and that sort of thing and thrillers but when it comes to stuff about like spirits and demons and uh, you know witchcraft and blah blah I really don't like that kind of stuff uh and I'm not even really afraid of it I just I don't like to open myself up to that um so I don't really get into all of that um but yeah, it just reminded me of that, this conversation that that reminded me of that story. This topic rather reminded me of that story. I just won't forget that the first time experiencing, um, yeah, like a real life exorcism. So that was really crazy. So when people were in the movie theaters, like at those movies, like you know, grabbing the person's hand next to them and screaming and whatever, and like be, I'm like, I, no matter who I'm with, I'm like. And that's I always tell that story. I'm like, no, it it's really real. Like, and let me tell you why. Uh, yeah, so like, it, it's just really interesting. So, and I grew up, of course, being very um, protected from like anything that felt like witchcraft or something that was like demonic or whatever. Like, I won't forget. Um, I uh, I had the very first Harry Potter book. I don't remember which one that was. And, um, I was just curious to know, you know, the story or whatever and whatever. And I read, started reading the book and it was funny. I, I didn't like it. I never really, I didn't like it. And it really, and it had nothing to do with like, because I, I felt like it was demonic or anything like that. I just didn't really get into Harry Potter. And so I had stopped reading the book, but it was funny. My grandmother actually bought it for me because I had asked her to. And, um, I remember someone at church had told her, like, you know, and Harry Potter, you know, they teaching kids how to do spells, and it's a witchcraft book, and this, this, and this, and this, and that. And so she was like, you know, I don't want you reading that, but by that time, I wasn't interested anymore anyway, but I just thought that was funny. Um, but, you know, I grew up kind of in a situation where, like, you know, we didn't just didn't play about that kind of stuff, like... Um, I having to convince my grandmother that Sabrina the Teenage Witch was like a okay show to watch because she used her powers for her good, honey. Uh, <laughs> so you know, speaking of, I guess they like rebooted Sabrina the Teenage Witch in like a I don't know if it's on Netflix or if it's on I don't know either way, but I heard it's like crazy demonic, like it's not like the TV show was with uh, Melissa Joan Hart, I think that's her name. Um, 
yeah, I heard that it's, it's nothing like the show was. So, I probably won't be involved uh, engaging in that. But, um, yeah, but so I didn't do a lot of that, like, demonic stuff or, like, get into all that growing up. My mom told me a story one time about her and, and, uh, um, my uncle about them playing with a Ouija board when they were <laughs> teenagers and she said it scared the shit out of them. Um, and so she was just like, it's a real thing. So, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't get into that kind of stuff, but it reminded me of that story, so I just thought I'd tell that. But, um, anyway, coming up, my random rants is all dedicated to Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, for those of you who are fans, y'all know that, um, season 11 premiere tonight. I literally just finished watching it right before, um, I hit record tonight, so, um, I want to kind of get into that and some news about some uh, former Real Housewives of Atlanta stars. So uh, stay tuned. Alright, so let's get into these random rants. So, like I said, this is going to be the Real Housewives of Atlanta edition. Um, so, tonight, the first episode uh, debuted for season 11. Oh, before I get started, so my tie, that project by Ty Dolla Sign and Jeremiah was a short project, so it ended. <laughs> so, I need to play some more music. I have not listened to... Uh, a Marie actually put out a EP called After 4 AM, so that's what's playing right now in the background. Um Lord, let's see how this goes. But anyway, so um Yeah, so see episode one, season eleven premiere. As y'all know I've been saying all summer that I um really wasn't looking forward to I had no anticipation for this season and um, I mean first episode kind of confirmed it for me one thing that I do like about the show is that it's starting to redirect itself back to where it used to be when it first started um, where there's a little shade and it's lighter and you know that sort of thing um but there still needs to be a balance of like it being too light and not entertaining and entertaining doesn't always have to mean a lot of drama per se but like it was kind of a weak first episode but most i typically don't like first episodes of reality shows the new season typically because it's like a it's like a catch up with to see what such and such has been up to and so they're usually not all that exciting um so Nini um her storyline what it seems like it's gonna be a lot about being 
you know, the rock for her husband, Greg, who was diagnosed with stage three um, colon cancer. Um, and that was, uh, that was actually kind of a, I almost shed a tear, uh, during a scene. So it, it was, uh, it was really touching just to see like that side of Nene. Uh, I mean, cause you don't get to see that that often, you know, cause she's always, you know, hollering and yelling and, you know, being a old banshee broad, but, um. Yeah, like she, um, I don't know, it, it humanized her a bit. And I feel like that's what kind of the theme of this season is. It's kind of like, I don't know, bringing everybody back down to like reality and not reality television. Um, Candy is still being Candy, you know, still running around. Um,. You know, making money and making buddies. I mean, that's really it. Um, the whole balance of being a mom and working. And I don't know, I feel like she talks about that every season. But, you know, uh, I like that escape was kind of like intertwined within the um, episode. I thought I think that's good publicity for them, um, you know. So that way, you know, so people can support their endeavors. Cause I think each one of those girls do something, and uh, you know, I'm gonna leave that there. But okay, um, cause nobody cares about the Escape Three. I I can't even say the music is bad because I never even listened to it. Because uh, I don't care. And, um, yeah, that's that. Uh, Cynthia, Cynthia, or oh, Cynthia, so Cynthia has some, um, light skinned man that she's involved with. Um, a different one from last season. Uh, this guy's name is Mike Hill. I think he's a sports anchor. He's good looking. Uh, and yeah, he seems very charming. But there's something about that whole situation. I just, I'm like, okay. Uh, I don't necessarily trust. And what I mean is not like, oh, he's not a good guy for her. I, I, I kind of don't. I don't know. It's just giving me Kenya more vibes. Like, um, when it comes to like faking relationships for. Storyline and all of that, so I will see. Um, but that's all I got for her. Um, Portion, her new man. Uh, weird enough, she's probably the most exciting this episode, I guess. Um, she's been with a guy for a few months, um, and Yeah, she's she's been with a guy for a few months, and of course, typical Portia, you know, she's talking about marriage and babies and and you know a future and you know just being Portia, acting like she's you know 
uh, 25, and you know, she's, you know, whatever. Um, so her guy seems cool. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of people are saying that, uh, on the blogs and things that he, he may, uh, you know, belong to another team. Uh, that he's got a little switch down river. But, uh, listen, I, I'm not here to, you know, make those, those judgment calls. Uh, he seems like he's okay, though. There's something about him that gives me, oh, this is terrible to say, but there's something about him that gives me, like, like, church queen vibes, like, like, Kojic church queen vibes, too, like, that's the worst kind, uh, I mean, like, (laughs) um, I don't know, there's just something about him that gives me, like, uh, what's the guy's name, the I'm delivered, like, he just, I don't know, I, there's just something about Porsche's man that just tells me he, he knows how to tear up a tambourine during a service, I, I mean, I don't know, I don't know, but, um, but you know, apparently he's wealthy, and, and all of that, which all Porsche, that's all she really cares about, so, yeah, like, I don't know, we'll see what happens with that, um, Eva was a, kind of introducing her life because you know she was kind of a friend of the show last season. So this season uh, we get to see her family, so like her fiance and her two kids, and um, I guess her planning the wedding and all of that. So we'll see how that goes. Um, so they did that thing that they typically do when they have two new girls, um, where they introduce one and leave out the other. So Shamari was not a part of episode one. She's more than likely going to be introduced next week. Uh, and I feel like she's going to be really like the most exciting this, uh, I think she, feel, I feel like she's going to be the star of the season. I don't know why, but I feel like there's just a lot of chatter around her, um, so I feel like she's gonna be kind of like the, 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 the Kenya, you know, the one that kind of comes in, stirs some stuff up, whatever, whatever. Marlo's gonna be involved in the season, and then the other girl, Tanya, who didn't make the cut for getting a peach, but I think she's gonna be pretty heavily a part of the season because I'm pretty, I'm, my understanding, she filmed quite a bit. Um, their taglines are horrible. Uh, me talking about she's the glue for her wig and her family. I'm like, oh my god, um, tragic. But um, you know, I sent this with something like she ages like a fine wine, and now she's ready to chill. I'm like, oh god, kill me now. Like what? Like it was just too much. But um. We'll see what happens. There, there was nothing, even the trailer, there's nothing about it that makes me go, ooh, this season. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, they may surprise me. 
I just hope it's not one of those situations where I don't want it to be like February when I find when it finally gets interesting. Um, but yeah, so that was really it. Like honestly, I, there's no, I don't really have a whole lot of recap on that. Like it, it, it was, you know, it was a typical first episode of a season. Um, but I wanted to talk about some past uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta cast members. So, uh, Kenya, Kenya, Kenya Moore, or Kenya, De- whatever, Kenya gave birth to her daughter today. Uh, she named her Brooklyn Doris Daly. If I'm not mistaken, I believe Doris was her grandmother who raised her. So I can see why she put that in. In Brooklyn, I think that's where Mark is from. And um, probably where they met. So, you know, there's that. But I'm glad that she had a um, a healthy baby. As much as Kenya gets on my nerves, I think she deserves a child and, and happiness in her life. I'm still a little fishy about the husband thing. Not even about his sexuality or anything, but just about them being married, period. Um... But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but I'm very happy for her. I think she delivered a little early because she had some complications, which is understandable seeing that, you know, her age. And, and I think she had a hard time actually conceiving in the first place. So, um, you know, so I'm just glad that she delivered a healthy baby. And she really does deserve that. And so I'm happy for that aspect of her. Um of her life um so yeah there's that so congratulations to her and then I want to talk about Miss Sheba Sheree uh I meant to bring this up a couple of weeks ago but um oh no 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 before I get into that let me go back to Kenya what are the odds that she gives birth on the day of the premiere of season 11 of Housewives that she's not a part of like how Kenya's so shady Her uterus is even shady Like She just kinda I feel like she kinda Just stole the thunder From the premiere By having the baby Because it's all over Instagram All over You know Social media And everything And I was just like Lord You know That is funny But anyway Um So Sheree Joggers Finally Has some damn joggers They're not available For purchase just yet But, um, she, there's a website, um, and there's a promo video, and I've seen her in a couple of pictures around town with the actual product on. They're actually really cute, um, joggers. They're, like, cute, like, high-waisted and, you know, whatever. So, I guess that's what she meant by, like, lifestyle. So, (laughs) like, when she was talking about it originally last season, uh... But um, they're really cute. But there was this whole controversy about some guy came forth and said that he was the one who did the promo video and he was never paid for his services and blah, 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 blah. And he even made it to Wendy Williams. How you doing? And I was like, here we go. But then the, the another guy came forward and said, I'm the actual guy that actually did the promo video. Sheree, I was paid for my services me and Sheree are good, this is a false narrative, blah, 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 I'm just like, why do people, 
I don't understand how people, I mean, because that's such an easy narrative for people to believe because, you know, people try to dog her about finances and this and that. So it's easy to be able to sell a story like that. But I'm just like, why are you even wasting your time with that? Like, you just want a little shine somewhere on, you know, the shade room or media takeout. Does anybody even still go to that website? Media takeout. <laughs> oh, gosh. That shady little African queen. Whatever his name is. Um, But, yeah, like, I just, I'm like, okay. I, I, I'm happy that she... You know, it seems to be producing, so she's just a little late, you know. She says September, spring, summer, and uh, it is November. But listen, the site is up. That That's more than before, you know. And I've seen some clothes on her and in a promo video. And like I said, I've seen on a couple little red carpets and events and things with them on. So it's not quite a fashion show with no fashions. So we will, we shall see. We shall see. But, um, good luck to her in that. But that's all I have. I just wanted to kind of talk about the Housewives tonight. I'm a big Housewives fan. I mean, I think y'all should know some of my transitions are actual Housewives, uh, moments. Uh, you know, but, uh, yeah, so. This EP is wearing me out, by the way. All right, Anne Marie. Uh, but, yeah, so, I, um, we'll see what happens this season, so, of course, you know, I'll be keeping y'all updated and how I feel about everything, so, yeah, um, but that's it, that's all I have, so, when we come back, I'm getting into my reading rainbow, because I'm sick of it, I'm sick of it. So, uh, stay tuned for that. Okay, so this week, I am reading, and I'm not even going to spend a lot of time on this, I am reading Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, like, and all the fans and stands out there that are still thriving in this beef, I'm so over it, like, we have got to, y'all have got to do better, like, there's got to be better things that y'all have going on in your lives then this damn beef like I'm over it like I'm I'm just over it like I was never here for it to begin with but now it's just like really like I don't even allow people to even talk to me about it anymore like when they start bringing it up I just I just I just zone out and just shut all the way down like I, I can't do it I cannot do another minute of it. This will be my last time. Unless one of them kill one another. This will not this will be my last time talking about it. Like I can't deal. Like it is just too crazy. Like y'all have I, I, I just gotta find a hobby. Like seriously. Um 
they're just getting so deep and going into stuff that I just I don't care about like you know business deals and this and that and all these people trying to produce receipts and I, I can't and in the end like Nikki talking about let's be positive and I'm like girl like I just can't I can't with this entire thing like we just need to cut it out walk away put our guns down drop your knives and and walk away like this is it's over like there's nothing else that can come out of this beef like just let it go and like all you hoes out there that's like continuing to like you know um rehash this bullshit like it's just like it's really annoying like well between that and this election mess this is wearing me out like um but yeah like this at this point like it's such a dead beef to me and I just don't feel like it should continue anymore I don't know why either one of them are still responding to anything or bringing up new stuff or whatever like if y'all both getting money y'all both successful y'all both unbothered let it be that move on and and let it go because it's so annoying um and you're getting your little armies all riled up for nothing and it's just it's too much it's just way too much i can't handle it that that's all. That's all I have to say. Um and now we're about to go to therapy. So it's time to take it to the couch. Let you uh I gotta, you know, enlighten you for a little bit, you know, with all this ratchet. So uh, stay tuned. your way to the couch and lay down prop your legs up look at the ceiling we to we're gonna talk about peace today that's p-e-a-c-e peace um peace has been really important to me um uh, as of late I really have just been on this whole thing of like, and I think I've said this before the last couple of weeks, just really big on like gratitude and um, accountability and, and so on and so forth. And peace kind of has, has been on my mind this past week. I happened, I was actually at work. And I was literally saying out loud, like, God, I'm just so grateful that that I have a sense of peace and contentment right now that is, um, that I cannot describe. I'm just really at peace. Um, And 
I I just feel good from from the root, you know, and I think um that's really important. I've always had a sense of peace, but lately I it's just been I've been very peaceful and content so to speak. Um you know, everything doesn't make me happy and I'm not happy about everything that's going on in my life or that's not. However, I have peace about it. And I think that's the the difference between like being at peace and having peace and being happy. I think hap- being happy is situational and it's it's um I, I always feel like happiness is sort of like contingent on something. It it's like you know, you're happy because X, Y, and Z, um, and I think you, when you're at peace, you're just you you you're just at peace. It's not because of something. Um, I just think people need to more people need to really dig and and find that inner peace because it it keeps you really calm and um, just centered. You know, I have a lot of people who tell me like. You know, you're just so calm. You're so calm and smooth and easy. And you know, it's just not the voice that's just buttery smooth, y'all. It my personality is like that for the most part. You know, when I'm not drinking. But um, I, I uh, yeah, and then I'm a loud talking mess. But um, anyway, I, I, I just. I always have been sort of like mellow and calm and and centered and it's not coming from like a a place of me like you know bragging or or whatever but oh I'm so sorry I'm just yawning on the podcast oh sorry um but yeah like I just um I've always been that way and I've always found peace in things and in certain things and they keep me centered you know the two things that probably keep me the most centered and at peace is music and cooking and so i just i love those two things very much and uh yeah like so but i just think people need to be more at peace and more content like those people that just love a lot of drama whether it's someone else's like television and and all that and i mean obviously i'm not judging i literally just did a whole thing talking about housewives so i watch that kind of stuff but you know i have my limit um for people who are obsessed with drama where there's other people are always creating stuff of your own like you really need to like find what centers you and and find out you know what brings you peace and joy because it is different than happiness you know, happiness is someone gives you money or you, you get a new car or a new job or whatever. But peace, everything around you can be in pieces, P-I-E-C-E-S, and you still have peace. So, you know, that's sort of, I guess, the lesson of the day. Just find your peace even amongst, you know, broken pieces. Ooh, that was deep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Passing the plate around on that one, but um, yeah, I I just have such a sense of 
peace and contentment. And I've had since I was a child, to be honest. But it, it's just, it's getting stronger and stronger the older I'm getting. And I really love that I'm not so bent out of shape about certain things. Uh, because I do naturally have a personality where I become a bit uneasy about things. Particularly things that I cannot control. Uh, because I'm a Virgo. But um, I'm I'm becoming more at peace with things that I cannot control. And the things that I can, I either do what I can to, to control them or, or, or don't. But um, that's kind of where I am right now. So I just hope that everyone is able to, to do that, to find out what centers you, what gives you that peace, and start eliminating those things and people, uh, you know, um, that, that don't bring you that. So that's all I have for that today, for the couch. Um, I hope that um, you guys enjoyed this episode. I thank you guys for listening week after week. Y'all been showing me a lot of love. My numbers have been um, increasing. Shout out to new listeners because um, my numbers are going up quite a bit at a at a nice rate but i notice it's it's a lot of uh like past episodes so people are like catching up and and also you know being introduced to the podcast in whatever way and i'm not sure what happened after like three weeks ago i just noticed that my numbers have been kind of just making big kind of strides and i'm not mad at that so Y'all continue to support me. I will do this as long as, you know, I have somebody listening. So, um, yeah. So, of course, y'all continue to to share, subscribe, rate, comment, comment, comment. And um, I love you for listening. Until next time. Cheers.